Shit Bad Podcast. Dads, welcome to episode 20 of the Shit Dad Podcast. We're over the moon that we've made it this far. Uh, and to have the support of all you, and we can't wait to hit the next big milestone because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood. I'm Nick, married, dad of three, and my joys in life now come from overpriced craft beers and getting comfy pants on when I get home from anywhere. (laughs) Sounds pretty good. (laughs) I'm Cam, husband and father to a three-year-old and 18-month-old, and I mow my lawn in thongs because I'm tough. Yes, I did that the other day too. I almost (laughs) chopped my toes off. But I'm tough too. (laughs) Now, there's no Dave tonight. He's off earning money like a chump. So let's kick it off with a couple of free jokes. Um, I've asked so many people what LGBTIQ stands for. And so far, nobody's given me a straight answer. (laughs) That's good. Uh, What's Forrest Gump's password? One, Forrest, one. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Now, uh, today we are drinking. We decided... um, Sorry, Cam guilted me into uh, taking a bit better care of my body. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, it is a Monday night, so we thought we but, might ease into it for the week. You've got to take it easy around Christmas. So we were on the uh, ultra, ultra low alcohol hoppy ale uh, from the brand Tinnies. So it's pretty good. It's surprisingly good. It's like a normal pale ale. Yeah. can barely even taste the difference. These really low alcohol beers, if someone just poured that in a glass and said it's any kind of craft beer, I'd believe them. Wouldn't be able to taste the difference. That's probably the first one like that for me yeah, some of them are pretty ordinary yeah. <laughs> that's actually really good so yeah um, now a bit of a shout out to our sponsor as you know 20 episodes supporting us so thanks to the Smashing Fibers guys uh, we mentioned last, last week that it's high quality workout gear without that high price tag I'm wearing my Smashing Fibers shirt tonight oh he's so, so good we're at sitting promoting. in a hot box <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks to Better Accounting <laughs> <laughs> Um, so don't forget, Smashing Fibers, check out their site. Use code SHIPSHITFREE at checkout for free shipping. Now, mate, 20 episodes. This is uh, a great achievement. I'm really um, happy. Really congrats excited. Congrats and, yeah, and, you, you too, know, man. thanks for inviting me on this journey with you. It has been some, um, spectacular. I've got some pretty good stats I wanted to share. Oh, yeah. And how we're going with some of our numbers. You are a stat man. I'd like a graph. That's that's true. Um, so, you know, we, we've got a few different ways we can measure who's listening. But one of the most interesting ones is from Spotify. So we can see that our, uh, our listeners uh, mostly sit in the 28 to 34 age group, 74% male. So yeah, 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 yeah boys. Li- quarter of our listeners are the shit mums. So Love thanks, it. shit mums. Thanks for the mums. Um, now we can also see what people are, what our listeners are listening to on Spotify. They're listening to Ed oh Sheeran, dear. Elton John, Adele, Luke Coombs, and The Wiggles. Who's Luke Coombs? Country. Oh. That's probably Ash. Ash yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Ash. There's a real mix of different uh, music styles there. So, um, But I think the most interesting stat that we can pull from it is that uh, the number two country that listens to us, who, who would you think that is after Australia? Uh, knowing you, I'm basically from Kiwiland. You think so, but our, our second highest country is Qatar. Oh! Yes. The Middle East. <laughs> so shout out to all our Qatar listeners. Hey, Qatar. <laughs> now, I reckon that might be because we um, gave such a knowledgeable and uh, excellent outlay on the Cricket World Cup, the... <laughs> The T20 World Cup, which was in Qatar, wasn't it? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Qatar. <laughs> Keep on listening. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's bust straight into a bit of bloke stuff. Um, now, I wanted to talk to Cam about this because you've come across with a few different parenting styles to me. I'm, seems to be a lot more, uh, maybe, to, uh, I don't think aggressive is the word. <laughs> You say strict. Yeah, strict. I think we're both pretty disciplining. But anyway, how do you discipline your kids in front of other adults? Because you know me, I'm pretty open and I'm – if I'm not going to take shit from my kids, I'm definitely not taking shit from other people's kids. (laughs) What's your take you're talking about disciplining other people's kids or your kids in front of other people? A bit of both really because I wanted – I did want to get your take on both because – I in in front of other adults, I'll always sort of 
make it known that I'm disciplining my kid so that they're like, oh, those kids are going to grow up good. They're not little shitbags, but really they are shit <laughs> sometimes. Anyway, they're good. Um, but, yeah, you, you sort of – you'd still go a bit softer on them in public, don't you? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't do the, uh, the the raised voice or the maybe some of the, the threats of, like, you know, counting to five, get in your room. It's more just yeah. like, come on, we've spoke about yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make some green choices. <laughs> when at home you'd be like, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> But it's, maybe it's a bit different if you're if you're at, at friends' houses and you kind of around each other a bit more and each other's kids, you're probably a bit more comfortable to be yourself. <laughs> well, that's right. Oh, I did actually want to uh, mention that as well. So we've got um, some family friends who have kids the same age as ours, two families. Yeah. Um, so we all hang out on a Friday night. Yeah. And all the kids basically just bounce off each other and it just goes to shit eventually. It always goes to shit. So one of the parents always is like – it's. We're playing around the card. Oh, sorry, around the table playing cards or something, and then all of a sudden you'll hear it, and everyone sort of just goes shot not. <laughs> <laughs> so there's always one parent who's like ah oh, fuck, and and goes and uh, and goes and has a chat to the kids, and so they end up disciplining the more. The yeah. yeah, there are all of them are one kid, and they're <laughs> like and and the kids listen. So yeah. yeah. I think you have to step in sometimes. Or like if you're, you know, if you're seeing something that's wrong, it's, it's a bit of a tricky thing, isn't it? Yeah, you have to know your friends pretty well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. See, I'd be comfortable disciplining your kids, <laughs> and I'm sure you would mine. Yeah, but and probably even Dave's. To be fair, I've, not that I've ever seen Isla misbehave, yeah. but uh, if it was someone you weren't too sure of, yeah, for sure. You do the old. You know, kneel down. Yeah, yeah. What get on their level. Wrong? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing wrong? Are we making green choices? No. <laughs> Sit the down. <laughs> now, uh, I read an interesting article this week on ABC, so any Aussie listeners, um, highly recommend it. It's called Keeping Up With Bandit. And an ABC journalist tried to spend an entire day acting like Bandit from Bluey. Like oh, my God. Um, he started the day off basically, res- it sounded like he was wrestling with the kids for about two hours. Um, and then had some had some more playtime playing some of their just lame games, but had to act interested, <laughs> yeah. which she said was hard. Ain't that a struggle? <laughs> <laughs> and then took them to the zoo, yep. which uh, they didn't actually care about the animals. And then came home, did some more bike riding and park activities, and then by the end of the day was absolutely exhausted. Oh, you would be. Uh, kids as well so it was an interesting read because he was basically just trying to be as energetic and into and focused on his kids as bluey is and don't forget bluey is not a real dog um and bluey is a seven minute episode whereas you got your kids all day (laughs) it's a bit of a difference seven minutes compared to seven hours like i know for a fact that if i want to kill time or like if i've got the kids for a day and i'm cooked it's park Yep. bike to the park and they're there that kills probably three hours yeah yeah then you come home it's Tire lunch and, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. well um and it was good at the end so anyone wanting to have a read jump on the abc search for bandit and you'll find it um but they basically came to the realization uh that uh being bluey's dad all the time is just simply not possible so you just need to do what you can as a parent and actually it spoke about the benefits of having time out and letting them play by themselves so yeah it's a good read that's not bad that's a good premise as well because you you look at a bluey episode and it's seven minutes and for that whole seven minutes they're going bunter yeah so <laughs> like if you took that into account and like all right well this morning i'm gonna go bunter for seven minutes yeah. and go hard wrestle go play the sprinkler under the trampoline or do whatever you're gonna do and then do the same after lunch in the afternoon the kids are gonna think that's the best day ever oh yeah yeah it's all about that little little focus time with them one-on-one no distractions yeah and then you can go back to Lying on the couch watching the cricket like Bluey's dad. <laughs> yes, sir. Ah, <laughs> oh, biscuits. Now, um, I'd put a little post up on Instagram this week as well uh, regarding sleep. How do you go with sleep, Cam? We're better. We're in a good good space now. That's good. Mm-hmm. Now, during the day, do you feel like this day is going forever? When the kids go down, you think, and go, I'm not going to bed yet. This is too good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am notoriously bad. My wife goes to bed pretty early, but I stay up for an hour or two after her, not really doing anything or anything of importance. No. Um, usually either watching TV or 
or YouTube or something. I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll dead set go down the rabbit hole. You just yeah. sit on the like you'll put something on the telly, not even watch it. I'll just I'll just watch YouTube videos or Facebook videos. I'm into that Shami at the moment. Oh, what's that? Him, they're just a bunch of dudes that play pranks on each other, oh, right. yeah. and they're usually pretty colourful pranks. S H A M M I. Shout out to Shami because you folks are fucking crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so you. you Go, you, you start down the rabbit hole and you, you don't stop and then all of a sudden it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock and you're like, ah, oh, probably should go to bed. But it has been a glorious four hours of peace and quiet but has your um, has your sleep taken the hit? Yeah. Because obviously you need seven to eight hours a night. Yeah, and I, I kind of was doing this quite badly for the last couple of months but then more recently I've just gone, I can't, I can't keep doing this um, because especially when the kids weren't sleeping that great, you, it's interrupted. Mm. But even now it's so bright in the morning, they're waking up 4.35 every single morning. Yeah, There's no chance, no chance of sleeping. No. So um, no. I've, got to the, I've gotten to the point where I've deleted a lot of apps from my phone so it's actually quite difficult to watch YouTube I've deleted, I had like Netflix and a few of the streaming ones on my phone. I've got rid of those um, and I got rid of the, the Facebook app as well. Oh, really? Yep. And it's been the best thing ever because it's just, you pick it up and because you can't just instantly mindlessly tap open and just scroll, it's just like, oh, I just put it back down. Oh, this is boring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try that. That's yeah. good. Um, <clears throat> it's, it is hard though because when you, you, like most nights I'll, I'll stay up for like four hours, but after one hour I'll be like, Eyes are, <laughs> eyes are fading. That's right. <laughs> I look at a screen all day for work. It's bad to then sit up for four hours at night watching screens as well. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. That's when I just kind of whip out a podcast or something. Yeah, yeah. I did see a study this week, though, that said um, any more than like excessive sleep is bad for your cardiovascular health. What's excessive? I don't know. I didn't read it. I just saw the headline <laughs> and I was like, oh, good enough for me. <laughs> I'd be happy. I'd be I'm happy. I'm staying with up late for kind of seven, seven hour chunk, I reckon. Seven's a, I reckon that'd be good. Seven is a yeah. good number. Yeah. Um, all right. So another thing I put up on Instagram this week, Cam, the blokes that can't have kids. So it is a touchy subject and I'd really love to get a guest on who can't have kids. So listeners, if you know anyone who can't and would be open to having a chat about it, please put them in touch with us because um, it it's a great subject to talk about because it isn't spoken about. Mm. Um, I put up a, a post that said, never tell a bloke who can't have kids that you you just wouldn't understand. You don't have kids because he'll probably bop you one. Yeah. yeah. There's a fairly good chance that you're not going to be in his good books. It's pretty rough. And you don't know people's stories or no. how hard they've tried or how much they want it. No, that's right. So I put it out to people what they thought of it and how you could assist a mate who is going through that. Do you have any advice or dad advice? Mm, I think for me it would just be just try and be as aware and as sensitive of it as possible. So try not to like if you're catching up, yeah. Gauge how they're going and if they want to chat about your kids, all good. But if not, maybe just leave it. And if they are fully keen on it, I reckon offering the no, offering them to look after your kids. <laughs> like, hey, do you want to just look after the kids one night? Because uh, I'd love to take the missus out on a date. But also, it'd be great to tell them what it's like to have a miniature version of yourself talking back to you or yelling back at you with three times the attitude of yourself. <laughs> Just yelling no. Yeah. There's a, there's a whole lot of no. But, yeah, it can't be good for your relationship, to be honest, can it? Like, oh, it'd, be, it'd be a strain for sure. Massive. You can see that a lot of people do kind of part ways off, off the back of it. Yeah. And it's weird because they want it so bad that they'd rather have that than the Like it, it makes their relationship unhappy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it'd, it'd be around... Um, you know, whenever you do find a partner, you, you really do have to be on the same page for a lot of things. Um, and if you do both want that kind of thing, it would be it would be difficult mm. not to be able to. Speaking about being on the same page as your partner when it comes to kids, um, I remember, and I'm sure I'm not the only one in this boat, uh, when the, the talk about the third kid came up and she wanted three kids yeah. and I wanted two kids, but we hadn't spoken about it really. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we compromised and had three. <laughs> we're, we're I wouldn't change point. it now, but... Yeah, we're at that point now. It's kind of like we're seriously talking about when do you do the third. Um, I always, I was always, you know, we've spoken. I wanted four or five. <laughs> but, Crazy cat. But uh, I think if we do do the three, then it'll be, uh, that'll be the limit. Chop it off, mate. Yeah. Now, I uh, wanted to share a funny story. We... 
this was a bit of a bit of a shit show on the weekend. So decided a little while ago to take the kids. We saw an ad for this dinosaur show, and my son's pretty obsessed with dinosaurs at the moment. So uh, we bought tickets. Um, eight, like we're talking months and months ago. Finally, the weekend was here. We we invited some other friends to come along with us with their kids, and the night before, go to look at it. All right, where do we need to park in the city? Where is it? Oh, it's not in the city. It's at Durak. Fuck. Which <laughs> training two buses? <laughs> anyone from Qatar or <laughs> the north side, like us, that's a fair way on the south side. You might as well be talking about the same place. <laughs> um. So anyway, all right. Well, we decided we'd st- we'd still go, um, and uh, kind of went in the middle of nowhere. Uh, arrived and we were like, "What have we done?" It was like a weird carny, like show with <laughs> um, like massive field, and it was those gigantic dinosaurs. They'll give you that, but they kind of all looked just like a little bit off. I oh, know. Um, and. Within two minutes, the kids were all just scared shitless because they made, they, like we're talking, there was a Brachiosaurus, there was a T-Rex as big as, you know, you would assume they'd be in real life. Yeah, right. Um, and they had these speakers underneath each of them and they were playing all these sounds. <laughs> and the kids were getting absolutely scared of the sounds and, and you know, the teeth and everything like Shit. that. So we drove to the middle of nowhere. Um, the kids were scared. It wasn't really overly um, enjoyable for anyone. And but I just couldn't stop laughing because when we got to the Brachiosaurus, the sounds that it was making, it was just an elephant. Oh and, no! <laughs> and the kids are scared. I'm like, it's not a Brachiosaurus. Like, not even yeah. pretending to be. That's a that's a elephant. <laughs> they, hit, they hit the limit on the budget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, would not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> I got one that I would recommend. You do have to drive out in the middle of nowhere, which Ipswich. So anyone from Brisbane will notice that it's like an hour and a half drive. Um, the Thomas the Tank Engine exhibit. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Can they actually ride Thomas? Uh, oh, wait, can you? No, it's it's just a stationary one, but you jump in there and they get photos on it and yeah. it toots and, like, lets steam out and shit. Oh, cool. There's a proper fat controller who's just a fat guy that walks around <laughs> with a top hat. It's awesome. And he's got this real posh English accent. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, that's probably the highlight. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like 10 bucks. Oh, yeah, that sounds much better. <laughs> yeah, a lot more enjoyable than fake elephants. <laughs> All right, let's hit into the shit dad sports rap. Big, big news in the cricket world. (laughs) (laughs) I'll keep a straight face. I love it. All right. Um, uh, The Australian cricket captain has been caught out sexting Um, Tim Payne, Mm. is his name. And the big question is who's going to captain? the cricket team for the Ashes? That is a good question. There's been a few names thrown up. I wouldn't mind a bit of, bit of Marnus. Yeah. I'd love to see Marnus thrown in there. Is Marnus a batter or a bowler? Marnus is a batter. Okay, that's And good. a bowler. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, look, I don't know about you, but I know that the Australian cricket team hasn't had a bowler as a captain since Richie Benno. <laughs> did you know that? I did not know that. So... You know, if they do choose a bowler, it'll uh, it'll be a bit of a shock. No, no I got, I'm I'm speechless. Your knowledge of cricket is just it just makes me speechless. <laughs> is do you reckon the timing's going to affect the um, the players' attitudes for the Ashes though? Do you reckon they're going to they're going to struggle with uh, focus and things like that? Uh, I would think surely. Um, <clears throat> you don't have to be a cricket fan to know that. Losing your captain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before something losing big. your leader. Um, you know, we're at what two, two, three weeks out from the first test. Yep. Which we're going to. We are. Oh yes. Now I want to know, Cam. Sexting, yeah, it's probably not ideal if you're married. But is it really that big a deal? Like, do you have to lose your captaincy over it? Well, I so, read some of the messages. And are they pretty colourful? They are. And then it's come out today as well that his brother-in-law was texting the same girl. Oh, dirty dog. So, I don't know. It's He's not painting a good picture there, no, is he? he's not. There's something a bit dodgy about it. I don't know. If, uh, yeah, I think it's the, the blokes in this situation have been very forward. Um, 
So I think they, they've done the wrong thing. I, I don't know. I just laughed because it's, you know, back to warny days. Yeah. All the sexing, but now it gets all over social. <laughs> Fucking social media has wrecked it for everyone. It's like Australia, Cricket Australia just expects greatness from their people, hey. like It's a different story for the NRL players. Oh, it's completely different. But it's like cheating on and off the field is frowned upon or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like sandpaper? Fuck, who cares? Sexting? Come on, <laughs> please. Not that we say any of that is right or the right thing to do, but come on, it's sport. Yeah. Let the sportsman sports. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> now, LeBron James has also been in the news. He elbowed a Detroit Pistons player and an all-in brawl ensued in the basketball. I watched this this morning. I didn't. This would, this would uh, actually be interesting. Was it a massive It wasn't even that up? big a hit. Oh. So what happened was, old mate, I don't know the, the name of the Pistons players because it's the Pistons. I don't really care about the Pistons. So old mate from the Pistons, I'm going to call him Piston 1. Piston 1 took a, th- a free throw. Yeah. Missed it. Actually, I, didn't even, I can't even remember if he missed it or got it in. But anyway, um, LeBron was getting held by, or they were battling out to, to get the rebound. And LeBron sort of pulled away and his arms just sort of flung out to the side. Yeah. They said it was an elbow. It was, if anything, it was wrist. Wasn't that big a hit. Yeah, okay. Piston 2, who wasn't taking the shot, went down like a sack of shit. (laughs) It was embarrassing. It was like, yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo sort of (laughs) theatrics. Um, It really didn't look like much, but um, he sort of went down like a brother trying to get the full sentence or maximum punishment for his big brother after a love tap. You know, that sort of hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when the big brother's sitting like, come on, shh, shh, calm down, calm down. wasn't even that hard. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> mate. Look, I'll punch myself in the head to make it... Uh, yeah, so it was like that. He, he really didn't give him a good hit. Um, but, yeah, it was filthy. And then all of a sudden, Piston 1 has blown up Deluxe, run up to um, LeBron, and they've started like trading like throwing handbags it was pretty pathetic <laughs> like because no one wanted to throw a punch because you just get ejected you're yeah. out um and then pistons three four five six seven all came around and then um yeah it, it sort of just it, it it went into nothing and then the, the on the news there was like a bloke with a, a blood coming out of his head and uh. you're just like nah this is pathetic yeah, yeah. so it's it, nothing like the old uh state of origin ones oh god no god no pathetic he, Oh, so the way I've put it down, like I wrote this down because I really wanted to explain it to you in a way that you could you could understand it. Okay. Okay. He swung out from the Pistons player holding him, so Piston two. Then Big Daddy from Pistons, Piston one, cut extremely sick. The boys all started throwing handbags <laughs> for what seemed, and then what seemed like thirty little minions. Like little referees all ran out on the pitch and coaches and that. Just like the big basketball players and then these little minions trying to hold him yeah. back. It was it was hilarious. <laughs> hold him back uh, hold him back from getting in LeBron's face. We're talking about Piston One again now. And then Piston One got held away, like he got pulled away from all the minions. <laughs> and then Piston One proceeded to bash through the wall of minions like he was bowling <laughs> over ten pins for a strike. And then LeBron by this point is talking to the other minions and then he got ejected and Piston 1 I don't think got anything. Yeah, right. So I understood that. That was great. Yeah. In the dad yeah, I had to explain it in dad to you. Yeah. Black and white minions. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. I enjoyed that. Yeah, cool. Now, I want you to tell me about this because this is uh this sounds pretty dodgy. The A-League returned on Channel 10, but somehow they've biffed the coverage. I wanted to talk to you about this because being part of your career, you know that Channel 10 or Paramount Plus took over the rights from Foxtel. Yeah. Which was weird, but believable because the same thing happened with um, the Premier League. English Premier League went to Optus Sports. Optus. Yeah. And that Rugby turned out. understand all of that. Exactly. Yeah. So now you get to buy a million different mm. um, streaming services. But anyway, if you remember rightly, um, Optus Sports. <laughs> These ultra-low alcohols have got into me. No. Um, so if you remember rightly, um, Optus Sports really had a shaky start as yep. well. Yeah. They fixed it like that though. Yeah. Paramount Plus has apparently biffed it extremely. It, they, so you missed the first part of the game, the Melbourne game. Yeah. 
the the uh, picture quality was just awful, um, and the commentary wasn't much better. Yeah, right. So what are they doing? What and it hasn't improved it. Like, it hasn't quickly. improved it. It's basically just been like 10, 10 plus. No, what is it? Paramount Plus was just like, oh, look what Ko's done. They've just taken everything. Let's try that. Let's yeah. give it a go. Come on, boys, throw a few bill at it. And then we'll just give it a crack. That's the problem. The Paramount CBS guys, deep pockets, but no uh, idea how to actually broadcast sport. Which Americans. Mm. See, even as a, as a big sports fan, I know that shit should be in HD. Yeah. You're a massive mm. sports fan. Mm. HD, what's that? What's, that? what's HD? High def, mate. Oh, yeah. So you're, you're sports and you know knowledge. <laughs> Now, this last one, I'm going to balls up, but I'll Wait, give it sorry. a go. I just, I just thought of something. Okay. So we were talking about how shit the picture was, but we didn't actually talk about the A-League. Oh. <laughs> so it's pathetic. Like, that is my point. Like, the whole – there was seven games or eight games or something of soccer. Oh, and they've all been that bad. They were all that uneventful and poor. Like, I think there was no more than a goal score. Like, I looked at the table today and goal definition uh, – goal difference – for the top teams was plus one. So basically they're one by one goal. Yeah. And there was three, sorry, six teams who drew nil all. Oh. The goal difference of zero. Or maybe they drew, yeah, so it was a goal difference of zero. Um, so, yeah, uneventful games overshadowed by shit broadcast. Well. I'll leave it at that. I think they're going to have to get their shit together with some commentary, get better commentary, obviously. Um, otherwise, it'll just go back to SPS where it probably should be. Yep. Mm. Got to be back to free to air. Get the love of the game happening again. Um, all right. So this one, Tim Tsu, his younger brother Nikita, has signed a pro boxing deal. So you know Tim Zhu? No. Okay. You know Costa Zhu? No. Okay. Costa Zhu, boxing legend. Is this his son? Tim Zhu's his son. Okay. And Nikita is also his son. He's, I think, 23 or something. Yeah. So basically he... Um, so Tim Zhu, who fought last week, um, has now is now twenty and zero, oh, which means okay. he's twenty yeah. wins and zero losses, um, and he is building some status. He's really pushing pushing the heights. Um, but Nikita, uh, he quit boxing like six years ago, and to pursue university as a was it chiropractor or something? No, it was an architect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was an architect. I don't know what's happened. He's obviously got in the uni bar <laughs> and, f- and his lust for blood, like his brother and dad, yeah, yeah. and thought, nah, I can't miss out on this. <laughs> Let's go punch some heads in a ring instead of the pub. So could it ever be a match between the two of them? I don't really know how the ranking system works. I don't know if they're in the same um, weight division. They'd have to be in the same weight division at, at the very least, so I'm not too sure. I'll, I'll research and get it back to you. So does Timmy now want to try and get into, like... Some more higher profile fights. Yeah, so now he, he he'll try and move out of Australia now. Yeah. So he's sort of there's no one in Australia that will fight or beat him, I don't think, yeah. now. So he's gonna move out overseas and, and try and um, build his status a little bit more. But Nikita's first fight is in uh, February next year. Right. So that'll be interesting to see because like, I'd only found out about Tim Zoo when he fought Jeff Horn. I hadn't yeah, heard of him yeah. before that. So yeah. um yeah, hopefully Nikita just bursts onto the scene and shows that it must be really does run in the in blood. Genetics in the blood. It's got to be yeah. bloodlust. Yeah. Well done, <laughs> well done, Tim and Nikita. Keep keep at it. Booyah. Right, shit, dad. Moment of the week. There is no better time of our week than to speak about the absolute shit daddery that we all uh, encounter on the weekly. However, Cam and myself haven't had a shit dad moment this week, being the perfect parents that we are. Just fucking kidding. <laughs> uh, we just haven't recorded them because we've been too busy trying to keep up with Bluey. Oh, was it? Keep up with Bandit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a submission from Cam's auntie. Yes, my auntie. All right, cool. Yeah. Shout out to Joy. She sent through a shit dad story from when I was a child. So this is either a shit kid moment or my dad's shit dad moment. Gaz. So. Gaz with some shit daddery. Yeah, let's have a listen. Hi, Cam. I've got a moment I was going to share with you. I remember... And it would be suitable for your podcast. When you were younger, your dad bought you and Kate around to our place for a visit. 
on your way in. I don't know what you were doing, but you were mucking up. And Sounds this is right. before the days when it was not allowed to smack. Your dad said to you, will you stop that? And you didn't. Your dad turned around and gave you a smack. You promptly turned around with your hands on your hips. You said to him, that didn't hurt. <laughs> well, things changed after that. I just needed to remind you of that one. I always recall that moment. Nice. Oh, that's so good. I get the that didn't hurt all the time and I'm like, do you want it to hurt? <laughs> really not supposed to smack like, we, like we've been speaking about in the past. But, um, yeah, you, you can't always help it. And when, especially when they turn around and say, that didn't hurt. <laughs> From the stories I hear as a kid, that doesn't surprise me. I think I was a little shit, so I, uh, I probably deserved it. You've done a good um, job there. Thanks, thanks, Joy, for sending that in. Um, so because it's our 20th episode, we are going to talk with some of our previous guests. And we're going to kick it off by calling Christian from episode one. Bentley, how are you, mate? Critter, how you going, dude? Hey, Dish. Yeah, good, man. What's happening? Oh, we've just got you on the airwaves, buddy. Oh, nice. Nice to be back. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> exciting. Mate, how do you feel? You were around for episode one and now you're back for episode 20. Oh, I can't have been that bad to get the call up episode 20, so <laughs> I'm glad you made it this far. It's been uh, it's been good. I've been uh, been listening to the podcast as I travel up and back uh, to Cairns, which has been good. Good way to fill in the, uh, the hours on the flight. I'm glad we could stop your boredom, bud. Yeah, thanks, mate. Appreciate how's, that. How's fatherhood, mate? Yeah, it's going really well. He's um, yeah. So as you guys know, um, Teddy was born uh, yeah three months ago on Saturday. He turned so been a been a been a wild three months. But um, how's yeah, the sleep really going? Enjoyed it. Oh, shit out, to be honest. Absolutely <laughs> shit out. To be honest, I can't complain. Uh, Sienna's been really good, um, knowing that I have to go to work and still travel and whatnot so she's been really good at um, kind of letting me have as much sleep as possible and she's been getting up doing a lot of the feed so hats off to her for allowing me to do that but um, yeah he's, he's not too bad of a sleeper which which helps a little bit very good what's your go-to activity uh, singing and dancing in front of him and making an absolute kit of myself because that's what entertains him and keeps him uh, keeps him entertained and um, keeps him happy and smiling while she's trying to have a bit of a nap so vids or it didn't yeah. happen mate <laughs> yeah, yeah I want to see, see photo evidence <laughs> yeah I know he loves a bit of singing and dancing and I had to really brush up on my uh, nursery rhymes because I had absolutely no idea <laughs> a uh, lot of memoring <laughs> yeah so you know just kind of filling in the gaps and then you're like oh yeah I remember that now so it's all coming back to me but uh, no, it's been good it's been a good three months awesome mate now um, you, do you have any dad advice to give now that you've got a kid you have any dad advice you want to shoot out to any dads expecting? Uh, like you, and I think you said it in episode one, catch up on as much Netflix as you can <laughs> because at the moment we're trying to watch Narcos. Love that show. And I reckon it took us about five days to get through one episode. Like <laughs> 10, <laughs> 10 minutes here, then 20 minutes there. and So I reckon uh, you had some good advice back in episode one get in as much Netflix, <laughs> as much TV watching as you can. Uh, and of course, just get in as much sleep and kind of going out and doing those um, those family activities without having the family, I guess, just you and your partner. Um, because, yeah, the other day we, we tried to go out of the house and it lasted all but 10 minutes and we had to turn around and come back because we decided to crack it. So we couldn't even get a coffee. <laughs> you need to move closer to a coffee shop, mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, bud. Thanks so much for that, and um, best of luck with uh, with Teddy. No worries. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me back. Thanks, mate. No worries, man. Talk See to you soon. See you guys. How good! Finally, gave some good advice for once. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we've we've got a few boys who have sent us in some uh, some stuff. So we're going to go to Adam from Two Weeks of Dad. It's not so bad. Hey guys, this is uh, Adam, formerly two weeks of dad, it ain't so bad, now 19 weeks of dad, or four-ish months, or as I prefer to say, um, my child is zero and a third because I hate the fact that I could potentially um, give his age in more than 12-month blocks. Anyway, um, yeah, bit of an update on how he's going, 
it's cool. Being a dad's pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's not so bad. It's <laughs> been exciting watching him grow and develop and start getting a personality. Um, yeah, you know, watching him find and realize that he has hands and find his feet and those sort of things. Um, one of the more exciting ones is he found that he's got a dick and balls today, which, uh, yeah, was pretty weird when he was in the bath grabbing it and smiling at me. But um, it does excite me to be able to one day walk into his bedroom in the morning and say, wakey, wakey, hands off, snakey. Um, look, apart from that, just getting used to um, being covered in slobber and vomit and that sort of stuff. Uh, the other day I was uh, holding him because he was cracking it and every time I put him down, he'd just crack it again. So... I was holding him and I was just in my boxes and I needed to go take a piss. I thought, oh, look, it'd just be easier. I'll sit down and just take a slash and hold him. It'll be easier. And then uh, I was midstream, which is very hard to stop in, and he decided to do a huge vom all over me. So I was nude sitting on the toilet holding holding him, covered in vomit, which was, yeah, very exciting. I think probably has summed up, uh, summed up fatherhood in a little way. Yeah, other things I'd say, especially to the girls, um, is from what I've learned, don't put too much pressure on yourself with regards to breastfeeding. I know they always say breast is best, but oh my God, having a bottle and using formula is so much more convenient. Um, one of the best hacks I think I've learned was told from a pediatric nurse, and when you really want them to just get the bottle down really quickly, you can just loosen the top of the bottle. And yeah, they drink it much quicker, which especially at the you know 1 and 3 a.m. feeds makes me a lot happier to do that. Cam and Nick, really, really enjoying the pod. Keep doing what you're doing. And Dave, you've been a great addition. So, yeah, loving the show. Listen every week and, yeah, like what you're doing. So, yes, yeah, just an update for me. And hopefully I've got something more exciting for you next time. That was actually very exciting. <laughs> That's a great story. That was so good. That's some shit daddery a couple of times in there. That was awesome. Now we've got uh, Sam Taylor from Dad Source to, who sent us in a little um, clip as well. Hey fellas, Sam here from Dad Source. Huge congratulations on your 20th episode. Absolute outstanding stuff. And um, yeah, thanks for putting out such uh, great content. And I've learned quite a bit from the first 20 episodes. So looking forward to the next 20. Um, Yeah, a little bit of an update in my neck of the woods. Nothing really has changed too much. I mean, look, the, the kids doing amazing uh, relationships going well with my partner works great um, so yeah uh, life's life's good at the moment but as we all know that could get flipped on its head at the you know flick of the switch so just grateful for for today and and you know how things have been going so far so I'm sure you guys are, are more adapt to you know the way that life can change and and you know, with kids a little bit older than mine, um, yeah, I'm sure it's a little bit more unpredictable than uh, the way things are down here. We're looking into a trip over to Fiji next year, and I'm going to take those tips that I learned from your podcast. Uh, um, you know, how to keep the kid interested on long haul journeys, and I recommend all you dads get online and get your Google Calendar working because. I can't remember everything that my partner wants to do and let alone catching up with people. It's just, it's so much easier um, to have it all just on your phone or wherever. Um, the other thing is, uh, because now I'm back running, another massive dad hack that I've found is, I'm sure everyone's aware of and I've just worked it out, that babies love a uh, running pram or a, a jogging pram or whatever you want to call it. But far out, like, you go for a run baby gets asleep and your partner gets a bit of time to do whatever whatever she wants to do so anyway really appreciate you guys reaching out and you know uh having a discussion with me um looking forward to some more podcasts cheers guys how good from sam from dad source i'm glad there was no uh no blackouts this time (laughs) (laughs) got a whole uh a whole message through without any technical (laughs) difficulties so thanks for that sam it's good to know about the running pram i uh i never looked into that too much but any uh, new dads out there maybe give that a go 100 percent um now next message we've got is from matt from our mate from smashing fibers so this is a goodie g'day g'day shit dad pod dads nick and cam matty from smashing fibers hope you're doing really well boys just wanted to let you know that we are stoked to be a part of what you're doing here with the podcast it's been fantastic some really good guests stories are amazing and uh, some really funny stuff going on so yeah it's great look forward to listening to the show every week 
Um, I just wanted to let you know about a deal we've got on at the moment, 70% off across the range at Smashing Fibres, so uh, use code 70 at checkout, that's S-E-V-E-N-T-Y, 70 at checkout for a really huge discount. But uh, keep doing what you're doing, boys. It's fantastic. Um, I'll be over here doing my best to be a, a good dad with a, a few shit dad moments thrown in, no doubt. And uh, keep well. We'll talk soon. Cheers, guys. Love that, Matt. Thanks, now, Matt. Uh, yeah, we I sent this to Cam earlier today. We've got a um, the new logo for the Shit Dad Podcast T-shirts coming out by Smashing Fibers. Very excited. Super excited to get that happening. So keep an eye out on the socials for those, um, and we will be modelling them pretty ordinarily. <laughs> Soon. Wait till you see Nick's design. Is all I can say. <laughs> I like it. Um, now we've got one from our solo dad, Tim. G'day, this is Tim. I was the guest on the solo dad episode of the podcast. And firstly, you just want to say well done, guys, on getting to twenty episodes. That's a big deal. Just goes to show there's plenty of guys out there with stories to tell, and even more people who are benefiting from hearing them. So keep it up. I'm looking forward to the next twenty and beyond. Um, As people may remember, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer five months ago. The main message I want to get across to people still is just regular health checkups for guys. And even more so than that, just being aware of your body and what's normal and what's not normal. So something I have just recently learned is that we should be checking our balls in the same way that women are checking their boobs monthly. So here's one for you guys. Tonight in the shower, nice and hot in the shower to loosen everything up downstairs so the the fellas hang low. And you want to check your balls and they should feel like a boiled egg with the shell off. Firm, but have a nice smooth consistency to it. So make sure that you check both balls and make sure they're not... Um, abnormally sensitive we all know they're a bit sensitive but not too sensitive make sure there's no huge differences in size from left to right that is if you're lucky enough to still have two Uh, and make sure there's no like lumps or bumps or shit like that anything like that could be an issue so go and get it checked up if you feel anything like that I really just want to reiterate that I love what you guys are doing the podcast's amazing Uh, There should be more of this sort of stuff and we should be getting guys to talk about everything that's going on for them more. The more we do that, the more it normalises everything and everyone's going to be better for it. So congratulations on 20 episodes. Well done. And uh, as the great Jerry Springer would say, be good to yourselves and each other. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry, Jerry. (laughs) Thanks, Tim. That's great. That's really good, Tim. Thank you. Um, now we're going to move to Scott. Hey, boys. How are you? Um, cheers for the check-in and congratulations on 20 episodes. Um, been loving it, even though being a guest, being a friend of the show, been an avid listener and thoroughly enjoying it. Um, no, since I was a guest on, so I'm coming up seven months being alcohol-free and since having my sleep apnea, I'm getting sorted. Um, in conjunction with that I've been doing Movember and Move for Movember this month which has been definitely a challenge in itself for me Uh, so I've been running 6 kilometres every day um, raise awareness, raise some money and trying to get involved in it and trying to motivate myself to get a little bit fitter, a bit healthier Um, there's been a few slow runs in there but I know I heard in the last episode Cam and his workplace doing their thing, raising their money so um, I think for what the cause it is and the charity and just getting that message out there and supporting other people and other guys around their mental health and whatnot, I think is really important. And so I think a big message that you guys send too um, is brilliant to see. So, yeah, I've been doing that. Looking at my dad experience over the last few months, um, probably biggest thing, best moment out of it was um, little Hugo, 10 months old, finally said dad only a month ago. He seems to have learned every other word under the under the sun, but dad was still one that he was challenged with and so for him to be saying that's pretty cool and one of the big ticket ones that yeah definitely moments in my life that absolutely love it i do have a shit dad moment though that did happen a little while ago um hugo is a pretty big fella army crawls only doesn't actually get up on his knees yet still 10 months old he's 
got some legs, some thunder thighs on him, and so I don't see him running anytime soon. I'm walking him along, pretend waddling him, holding him up, pretending that he's walking, just having my own little fun entertaining ourselves. I step on his little toe as I'm walking him. Instantly screams the house down. The wife looks up, comes over straight up. What's wrong, what's wrong? I just went, oh, I don't know. He seems okay now though. As I quickly checked his toe and made sure there wasn't any bruising, swelling, nothing that was untoward or snapped, but as you say, babies bounce, don't they? Can't thank you guys enough though. I absolutely love podcasts. It's what I listen to when I go for my runs. Feel like I'm just really just sitting there having a chat and having a few, a few good laughs. Especially gotta have a shout out to Cam, mate. The effort with the sport report, mate. Can't say thanks enough. I literally cracked into a full laugh while on a run, had to stop, and people across the street were thinking, what the hell is he doing or listening to? Love what you guys are doing, keep it up, and look forward to the next 20 episodes. Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. <laughs> now, uh, we spoke to Chris a couple of weeks ago, uh, the fiery, the 300th fiery we've had on the on the show. <laughs> He's had some, uh, some words to send in to us as well. G'day, gents. Thanks for checking in. Um, congratulations on 20 episodes. Probably a pretty big moment, and it still sort of hits you right in the feels when it happens. My fourth and youngest child has recently started walking, and I don't care what anyone says, but that's a pretty cool moment uh, when they get up and start walking towards you and following you around, doing a little pitter-patter, and then falling over and then smashing their face on the floor. I really, really enjoy the podcast because... There's a whole different range and different views and opinions that everyone's got on everything. And, um, you know, everyone's got their own opinions, which is great. But it's great just to be able to share that and hear what other guys and um, families are experiencing and know that you're not the only one going through it, I guess. Um, hearing some of their coping mechanisms and as well as the, the funny stuff and the, the dad jokes and having a bit of a laugh. And I guess that's what you guys have set it up to start with is all about is uh, talking about some serious stuff but also putting a light-hearted spin on it and having an enjoyable conversation that's not too serious. I think the biggest thing I've got out of it is like a couple of you guests I've been pretty poor in looking after my own personal health. Not to say that I'd sort of you know selfishly put everyone before myself but it's just one of those things that you oh, I'll go to the doctor another time or something like that so that's something that I'm still yet to go and sort out but something that I've made a conscious effort that I need to go and get checked out and listening to guys like Tim. Keep up the good work. I'll uh, I'll focus on, I don't know, upskilling my kids on the chainsaw or something. I think it's time that they upgraded from the nail gun and the circular saw to the chainsaw. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Might be a shit dad moment of the week next week. All right, guys, thanks for having us. Keep up the good work. Talk to you later. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Chris. Let's get them on the chainsaws. You should get them some spikes as well and get them climbing trees as well. Some, get them fully into tree lopping. Take some money there. Start them young. Yeah. <laughs> now we got our Paralympian, Paralympi dad. Hey, fellas. Uh, it's been a while, but uh, good to catch back up with you guys. You know, since the last time we spoke, as I told you, I was going into a, a new position. Um, yeah, it's been going really well. It's been uber busy. I think I've had about five days off in the last 60, so... Uh, it's been pretty tough and I'm you know, running on fumes up until uh, Christmas now. Also went through some toilet training with our three-year-old. Uh, that was a bit of fun. Definitely recommend waiting a bit longer. Uh, made a heck of a lot easier trying to get him to learn all, all that stuff. Uh, not too many accidents luckily. So yeah, all, all is well and good though. Family's doing well. Yeah, just ramping up to the end of the year, which should be good. All right, guys, catch you around. Bye. Thanks very nice. much, Thanks, Rick. Rick. A couple more to go. So we've got Red. G'day, fellas. Paul Redfern here, uh, just checking in to say g'day and uh, congratulations on 20 episodes. Uh, I've seen, uh, I've been listening to the last couple and um, yeah, you guys have really hit your stride and it sounds good. Um, so yeah, keep up the good work. Really good to see your focus on men's mental health. Well, everyone's mental health, but uh, especially men's. As, um, that seems, I'm sure that's the most people who are listening to it. So a couple of things for you. Um, how am I going? Uh, not too bad. I think I said I was in a bit of a rut. Uh, last time. Not sure where I'm at with that, hey, but had, had a bit of a chat to the psychologist about it and he sort of just basically pinned me and said, like, well, not physically, although, no, he's not that good looking. Um, you know, he pinned me and said, look, mate, you just got to, you got to go after that thing that sort of, you know, gets you excited and, and you know, lights the fire in you. Um, and I think for me, that's just playing music and doing something with, with that. So I'll have to report back on that because, um, yeah, between moving house and all that, it's been a bit, a bit hectic 
Um, but yeah, no, definitely in a better headspace than I think I was last time, so that's good. Um, which goes to show, like, you know, sometimes you have to remind yourself that how you're feeling isn't forever. My, my wife actually writes down the things that my daughter says. Recently she said, my heart is beating for bacon, uh, which I thought was pretty, well, spot on really. Um, she started calling our, her young brother her servant, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and something that happened which I realised was a direct reflection of my own parenting. Um, Olive was getting changed, she's yeah, four and a half, and getting changed for the, to get in the bath. And then I feel like her just like lean up against me and then she farts like directly onto me and starts laughing. And I thought, I could get angry at you, but this is literally my own fault. Um, so just be careful, boys. You reap what you sow. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's that's enough for me. But yeah, keep up the good work. And like I said, um, great to see you talking about men's mental health because um, really important. So all the best. Hopefully get up, get back get get an invite back on there one day if you, if you can squeeze me in. Cheers. That is superb. <laughs> My heart beats for bacon too. <laughs> that was uh, yeah, that was superb. And and I specifically like the story of the kid farting on him. <laughs> That's like, def- you definitely do reap what you sow. Now we have one more from Andrew Goaty, who was on not too long ago. Hi guys, Andrew here from episode 15 on the Shit Dads podcast. Uh, just a, a quick little uh, update, quick little bit of advice. It's, um, it may be funny to, I don't know, maybe teach your young toddler some funny words like poo and ass and all those types of things but uh, I'll tell you when it's not funny is when he writes it on the side of your house and you need to gurney it off um, actually who are we kidding it's quite funny uh, keep up the good work dads well done wow <laughs> <laughs> thanks Andrew appreciate that and uh, yeah noted <laughs> thanks guys really appreciate all those messages and uh, you know we'll round this one out today so I just wanted to say thanks to the uh, Smashing Fibers guys again don't forget to check out their site and uh, get that 70% off deal uh, and thanks again to the Better Accounting team as well for, ha- for housing us in your office uh, for the recording now a bit of last words I just wanted to say uh, that uh, the new episodes of Bluey are out so maybe watch those instead of going to the dinosaur, dinosaur show <laughs> 100% the first one came out today I was very impressed I liked it now, uh, leave us a review, please, wherever you listen, uh, or send us a message on our socials uh, to keep the shit daddery going. We're growing by every episode, and we absolutely love your support. Uh, so get involved on Instagram when we put the stories up, um, and let us know what you want to hear uh, every episode. So thanks for tuning in to our 20th episode. We hope you keep listening for our next 20, uh, and we have some exciting guests and projects lined up. But until next time, keep listening to the pod, working on your dad bod, and playing with your rod. See you next week for the kids. (laughs) 